But yes, with like a lot the of slippery slope. <laughs> the most lubed up of slopes. <laughs> I'm Taylor. I'm Sarah. And we both like fairy porn. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I, out of all of the porn that I read, fairy porn definitely is like the least. Yeah. <laughs> I've read like a little bit of fae porn, but definitely not much. Yeah. I should I should I should amend that to gargoyle porn. You should <laughs> <laughs> I have another one that I can recommend to you. <laughs> That's like specifically our girl. I finished. Um, I finished the architect. Oh yeah, uh, a couple. Um, I don't know, weeks ago, days ago. I don't remember. <laughs> Time is an illusion. Um, and since then, I haven't known what to read. <laughs> you have to read the other one that I was telling you about. That's from that same author. Is it the? Oh, the frat boy. Oh, okay. I'll read the that one. Where they make porn. It's really Ooh, good. Okay, okay, okay. I'll read that one next. Cause yeah, I really enjoyed the architect. That was a lot of fun. And I was reading it. I was reading it a lot while we were with my in laws, and so, <laughs> which is like not helping the situation at all. Because it was like I told you when we went to visit. It was lovely to see them, but when we went to visit, it was like very crowded. Yeah. And re- like with like no privacy, very like there was just like a lot going on. Yeah. And and it was like a whole lot of nothing going on because we would like there was no privacy, but we weren't doing anything, so it wasn't like diverting. Yeah, they didn't have like planned activities. Yeah, it was just like what show from eight from HGTV do you want to put on next? Yeah, and it was also there was like many other family members staying there. Yeah, so it was like it was people like, were sleeping in every so corner of the house. So literally, the only the only room, the only like the only places where there was not somebody sleeping was literally like the bathrooms and kitchen. Yeah, and every other room in the house had a person in it. So there was like no privacy whatsoever and no like diverting activity, and so. It was just a lot of, like, being really kind of tired and, like, a little frustrated that we, like... Because, like, the other thing is, like, it's it was, like, you know, around, like, just family, it'd be, like, okay, like, a, 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 like a little, a little bit of, like... It's not... You can't even call it PDA because we're, like, inside. We're just, like, it, like, just try, like, just trying to go about our day. But, like, around, like, family that we know, like, a, like you know, just a small, like, a, you know, kiss good morning or just, like, you know, like, just being generally affectionate throughout the day is, like, not a weird thing. Yeah. But it was, like, there's so many people in this house that we don't know. And so it no longer feels acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> and on t- so it was, like, a, a week-long stay in a place with absolutely no privacy where we couldn't really like be like affectionate and I was reading this the entire time and it did not help anything. <laughs> was I like I was like correct in thinking that it was particularly geared towards you because when yes, I read it I was like Sarah it was would great. Love this. Yeah I loved reading it and it was so funny because I would like I would be reading it and be like ooh you know like we'd be like <laughs> we'd be like go like we'd go to bed and like fortunately we had a door. That was one nice thing is we did have a door. Because we'd like go yeah, to bed and I'd like sleeping sit there and, like, in the living room also. Oh, that yeah. was so bad. But I'd sit there reading like as we're like getting ready for bed and I'd be like, ooh. And T- Daniel would be like, what's what's happening in your porn book? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they're at a sex club right now. <laughs> they're doing and, like, it's very scandalous. Look at this part. And he's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, the book Sarah's talking about is called The Architect by Nikki Sloan. Yeah. And this author is like particularly good at, because one of the things I always complain about, Sarah's mm-hmm. heard me say this many times, is that a lot of times... In, like, smut books, mm-hmm. it's very, especially, like, cis-het smut books, yeah. where it's, like, there's certain, like, 
Tessa Bailey, very popular author that writes, like, kind of that, where I would, you know, what I would, I personally would put it at approximately, like, a three chili pepper level spice. Mm-hmm. I think most people would consider that maybe, like, a four. The Architect or, no, or Tessa Bailey? Tessa Bailey. Yeah. Um, like, that's the author who wrote that one where I had to stop reading it that was, like, the three the three guys. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I had to stop yeah. reading it because it was so cringy. It's, like, not very, yeah. It's very, like, kind of geared towards, like, a middle-aged mom, yeah. like, living vicariously through, yeah. like, a romance. So it was, like, very sweet, a lot of, like, kind of tropey language, like, mm-hmm. which not that there's anything wrong, like, there's absolutely an audience for that. Yeah. It's not me. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, you know, that's something, because when we say tropey language, especially in the context of, like, a, a sm- smutty novel... I feel like it's one of those, like, like it's, smutty language is generational. Yeah. You know, like, I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, why did your generation have to, like, sexualize the, the you know, the term daddy? And mm-hmm. it's like, well, because your generation sexualized the term baby. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> Things like this just happened. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's just different. And so I feel like a lot of, like, the tropey stuff is just, like, Something that was that was considered a little bit more like racy at some point, and it's been and now it's kind of like too much. yeah, it's been normalized to the point that now it's like that feels like a little like overdone, cheesy almost, yeah, or like you know it's 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 too tame because I'm so used to it, exactly, and so it feels corny. Sorry, I've just like got enough left. I always do this. Yeah. <laughs> when we're recording, I'll just get up and walk away, and my voice is like super far away. Yeah. So anyway. But yeah, so anyway, one of the things I always complain about is that a lot of times it's very the same. Mm-hmm. Like, they will, we have to put a trigger warning in this episode, I'm about to say something that's like relatively graphic, yeah. but it'll be like, oral sex. Yeah. Usually, typically on the woman. Yeah. So he'll like, go down on her until she comes. Yeah. And then they will have like, missionary, or perhaps doggy style. Yes. Vaginal intercourse. Yes. Uh, and then like, sometimes they will mix it up and someone will get a hand job. Or get fingered. Yeah. Or, like, you know, she will give him a blowjob. And then they will have vaginal sex. Like, it's yeah. always very, like, there's, like, oral sex, like, you know, hand stuff, vaginal Bad sex. Hand. Yeah. And either missionary or doggy position. Yeah. Mostly missionary. Yeah. And it's, like, obviously there's something wrong with any of those things. Nothing's wrong with it. But, like, but like wouldn't when it the be in- more interesting to shake it up every now and then? Yeah, when the intention of the book is, like, smutty content and, like, that's what people are... I'm trying to think of any other word besides coming to the book for. <laughs> this is just what people are coming for. <laughs> I'm just going to lean in. This is what people are coming for. Yeah. Is, like, perhaps other sexual acts would be nice. Yeah. Or even, like, a toy. Yeah, something. Well, because, like, even within, even within the bounds of, like, if you're just really, if you just really want to write vaginal sex... There are other positions. Yeah, just and if have you them want it or to, a different location, if you want it to be like spicy or exciting, like you've you've already told me that the main character, the love interest, is like super built and he's like really strong. yeah, they're always like and so the, muscular. And the girl is like you know petite or what? Like you've already told me, like put her up against a door, damn it! Yeah, <laughs> pick like, her up, slam her against a door. Something, something, anything, please. Anything. <laughs> but I really like this author because the author is very, ki- like, kinky. Like, there's a lot of, like, kinky content. Yeah, yeah. And so it's very different, where mm-hmm. it's, like, even if they're doing, you know, like, just multiple scenes where there's oral sex, like, different locations, different situations, yeah. like, different things that make it feel like this is not the same scene over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, that one that I was telling you about, the frat boy, it's about two college students that have, like, first of all, enemies to lovers. Everyone loves a good enemies Ooh, to lovers. we love an enemies Very to good sexual tension. Oh, yes. Um, that, like, basically get in this big fight, and they both end up getting kicked out of their respective, like, Greek houses because they kind of cause, oh. like, some drama. Mm-hmm. And so both of them independently find this, like, porn company that is like, yeah, you can basically come live in the house and, like, produce content for the house together. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with other people in the house, and then they both join. So they oh. end up having to, like, film scenes together, and they have, like, really intense sexual tension, and it's like, we also hate each other. Yeah. Um, but it's really good, because they film, like, scenes with other people in the books. Yeah. So there is, like, some girl-on-girl action. We love some girl-on-girl we, action. We love some girl-on-girl. Um, and it's not, like, it, it didn't feel like how a lot of times 
girl on girl porn is, which is very like for the it's for the yeah, male. It's it's yeah, it's fetishized for fetishized, the male gaze, and, and it's, it's not, not like yeah, it's not about having lesbian sex. It's about it's about like I just want to see more women. Yeah, and, it's like, about more two, titties. It's about two women having sex for men. Exactly. Yeah. But like the they like oh you know in from the beginning she's like yeah I've always like wanted to kind of experiment with women and like. You know, she's like having a really good time yeah. in the scene. And it's like, wow, like this is so hot. Like, yeah. And you know, like they seem to genuinely like have chemistry and like each other. But it's like, you know, they're not dating because it's they're making yeah, it's, porn. Yeah, it's, it's like this like, is hot for me too. And like, yeah. you know, they do like group scenes and they do like it's very diverse. That's interesting. It's so good. You will really like it. I can't wait to read it. But yeah, it's it's very like you know diverse and there's lots of different like styles and. Like, sex is very normalized, and yeah. it's all, like, I just really like it, it's handled oh. very well, so. Hmm. I think the author has more books, I need to look and see, like, I what else there wanna is. I want to say that there, like, I, I want to say that I saw, like, four. I think that there are more. That were, like, that similar cover style with her name on it, mm-hmm. um, I think. I think so. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll have to look into that, that's cool. Yeah, it's very good. That'll be the next one I read. But we went to talk about writing, but we just talk about four again. <laughs> So we, uh, we can talk about whatever we want. Oh, look, I just got a t- text message from my computer system at work. Oh, good. I'm glad it's staying in touch. Yeah. <laughs> so glad that I got approval for this guy's job. Oh, thank God. My goodness. I was about wow. to say what it was, and I was like, I don't no, think no, I've ever... No, 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 I don't think I've ever ac- actually said what industry I work in, and that's on purpose. That's... <laughs> so when I told you my mom earlier, she was like, oh my goodness, you're talking to Taylor. Uh-huh. That's... So... For background, for anybody who doesn't know, at one point Taylor and I did not talk for a, a brief stint. There was some, there were, we were going so we were going through some things. Going through some stuff. We were going through some things, and then we started talking again because we'd gone through those things and we were done. Yeah. Um, but my parents at that time, <laughs> Sarah's parents hate me. <laughs> I represent everything that Sarah's parents are afraid of, and I'm very open about it, and I think that also makes them a so, At that time, because obviously, so I, at the time, I lived with my parents, and uh, it's, you know, when you're going through it, and then your best friend is also going through it, and then you're like, now we have to go through it separately, because this isn't working, you know, yeah. like it's... This was like peak pandemic, It was like, yo, the yeah. world was falling yeah. apart. Yeah, and it was just not good for anybody's mental health. No, I've never been more depressed in my life. Yeah. It was bad. Um, yeah, I understand that. So, but when you're going through it like that, and you're, and it's a pandemic, you can't leave. You, know, you can't really hide it from your family that you live with that you're going through it. And so they're like, what's going on? What's wrong? And so I had to tell them, like, you know, like, Taylor and I had this big fight, and I don't think we're going to be talking, and like, all this stuff. And so I'm very sad. Um, and so they were like, oh, no. And then two days later, they were like, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Also, we hate her. Yeah. <laughs> two days later, they were like, well, I know that you're really sad, but we hate her. We never liked her anyway. <laughs> we don't like her. We don't like her politics or her undercut. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> Which is funny because I never talked about politics with no. Sarah's mom. It's the fact that you have the undercut and they're like I bet we don't like her politics. Yeah, they're like she just <laughs> looks like ah, <laughs> She just looks like the type. Well, and I think that she did somehow figure out what I was going to school for. Probably. And boy, did she not like Probably. that. Probably. But yeah, it was it was like a like I'm still like very upset and there she's like, "Well, your father and I never liked her. We think this she's is, a yeah, bad influence." I'm like she- don't. That's what you do when someone breaks up with like an abusive boyfriend. Where it's yeah, like, we never liked him. This like, yeah, not, fuck him. Yeah, like, he's fuck terrible. Him. You can do better. That's not, not what you do when someone's when having like a, a falling bad, out. Yeah, good falling out. <laughs> or like a bad breakup. Yeah, like read the room. <laughs> and so, so when we finished going through it and we started talking again, um. I decided, I was like, you know, I'm just going to save myself the trouble and not tell my parents that this is something that's going on because they're just going to be like, oh, well, interesting. Um, we just, uh, it's funny that you should say that just because we just never liked her, you know? Um, also, I love your parents be like, she's a bad influence. Like, you were like 25. Yeah, I was like, you're I'm not done 12. being influenced. <laughs> I'm like, I, 
I'm finished. I'm this is, yeah, this isn't like I'm in middle school like, and all my friends are smoking behind the school and they're yeah. bad influences. Like, you're an adult. I'm a, yeah. So anyway, but yeah, so like, so when I was like, I'm just going to not broach that topic for as long as I can possibly hold off on it. Um... And so for a long time it was like it's been like I, over a year. Yeah, like multiple times where Sarah was answered the phone in the car and like I'm with the and then say another yeah friend's somebody name. else anybody else and I would just be like like snickering <laughs> yeah. so like myself because half the time it's like it doesn't matter I can say whoever's name and she's just like like oh yeah you're going thrifting with a friend yeah um but so today when I was like leaving to come here she was she called me and I was like oh okay she's like are you at home I was like well no <laughs> I'm in the car because uh, you know she can tell and so I had eventually I had to tell her I was like you know what yeah and so I was like oh yeah well I'll go see Taylor and she's like oh, really well when when did that happen um and did the whole thing and so then it was you know after I was like here's some white lies about how that came about yeah. then it was well, what is Taylor doing now? And so then I was like, well, here's what Taylor's doing now. And it was like, it was like, it was so funny because every time I like got to the end of like, this is, this is the situation. She'd be like, oh. It was like, oh, it was like the same (laughs) reaction every time. Your mom has never known what to do with me. And I love that. I was like, like, yeah, here's what she's doing. And obviously I'm not going to say it, but she was like, oh, that's really interesting. Okay, how she get it? I was like, I don't know. She apply. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do not work in the industry that I went to school for. No, that that. So that's why many people have that reaction where they're like, they're oh, like, oh, oh. oh, so you're not using that uh, master's degree you just paid for? No, I'm fucking not. No, fuck off, Gina. How many people do you know who use their master's degrees? None, because exactly. you don't know anybody who has a master's degree. Fuck off, Yeah, Janet. don't rub it in. I, yeah, I know. You don't have a master's degree either, do you, Carol? No? Then don't tell me how to use mine. <laughs> my, one of my favorite things about where I work is that no one gives a fuck that I have a master's degree, which yeah. I appreciate, because yeah. I feel like people are way too, like, I'm not the sort of person that's like, yeah, I have a master's degree. Yeah. Like, I don't. I'm not using no, it. It's like, it, it, no, it doesn't make you better than it. I mean, it is like an impressive accomplishment. Like, you have accomplished something wonderful. Yeah. But it doesn't make you better. No. <laughs> and no one gives, like, a shit, and I love that. That Good people aren't, like, being weird about that kind of stuff. And so it came up the other day that my boss mentioned something, because I was, uh, like, sp- like spell-correcting a mm-hmm. document, and I was complaining because someone had not proper- properly, like, title-capitalized something. Mm. And I was like, ugh, and I was correcting it. And he was like, why do you care? And I was like, because it's not right. Like, I don't know how to explain it to you other like, than this is not the right way, and my brain cannot, yeah. like, well, I have to fix and it. And it's, it's the same with any, it's the same with any, like, vocation, really. It's like, if you've spent a lot of time training in something, you're gonna care when it's not done well. Yeah. And so it's the same thing for, you know, like, whether it whether your thing is writing or computers, or building, or whatever your thing is, if you have a lot of experience in a field, you're gonna care about the weird nitpicky stuff that means it's done well. Of course. And so, you know, like, just because you're in a field that where that's not the norm, it's, you know, it's yeah. still... I was like, I still care, but some yeah. other guy was standing there, and my boss was like, tell him why it matters to you. And he basically made me tell this guy... It matters to me because I spent eight years yeah. with this very much mattering. Yeah. And, like, having like, genuine stakes. Like, that's the other thing. It's yeah. like, it's not just, it's not just because I've trained in it. It's because, like, for, for years of my life, this genuinely had stakes. Yeah. And if I didn't do these things, I wouldn't, I would be wasting thousands of dollars. If I didn't put this comma here, it could have culminated if I didn't care about title capitalization, it could have culminated in the wasting of thousands of dollars because I wouldn't have graduated because I wouldn't have been doing a good job at my training. <laughs> You're so cute, Pepper. What are you doing? Pepper is just standing on the back she's of the couch like, and she's trying to like do that thing where she like kind of she's flops like, oh, over. Me? Like what? pet me, but there's not room, so she's like hanging so... off the back of the couch. So, well, so silly. Um, but yeah, I was like, it matters to me. Because yeah. I went to school for, like, first of all, I was in, just, like, through 
elementary school to high school, 13 years. Yeah. And then five and a half more years of college on top of that. And it's like, yeah, because it's always mattered. And so I just can't really turn off that part of my brain. But he basically made me tell this guy, like, oh, yeah, I have, like, an English degree. And and then he was like, and? And I was like, I have a master's degree in psychology. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. Why are you making me do this? I think my boss kind of thinks it's funny. Yeah. like, oh, you, like... I don't know. I don't, like, fit in in yeah. the, like, traditional sense of You're the industry. You're not like the other people in this industry. I'm like, they all know that already. Yeah. I'm, like, a gay nerd. Like, well, <laughs> this is a bunch of, like, literally extremely like, intense cishet, like, toxically masculine There's men. literally a reason that they hired you to be in this industry. It's because you're doing, you're doing the part of that job that nobody else knows how to do. Yeah, that nobody else knows they're how to do. Because they're, because you, it's because you are not like other people in that industry that you are able to do that job well exactly so anyway but anyway how did we get on that? i don't know we i don't talking about porn we were talking about porn we initially we were gonna talk about writing okay yeah, <laughs> we're talking about because like the writing that we're presently working on yeah oh it's, you were talking about your mom and how i'm not like, oh traditional yeah. standards and your mom's like well, when it was literally i just started talking about that because you were like i don't want to like this you know, like, the job, and I was like, yeah, because I literally just had to tell her what well, you yeah, did tell her about job. that. And then it's like, oh, that's kind of funny. And she's like, oh, weird. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, that's the reaction your mom has had to anything about me. Yeah, it was oh, like, she finished weird. school, and this is what she does now, and she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and she's not, I mean, like, she has a master's degree and doesn't work at all, so, like, she's not yeah, gonna. She's she's, not, that's not what she's doing. It's more yeah, just like, oh, that's just never like, what I. Would it was have just expected. like, oh, I didn't expect to have this conversation today. Yeah. Um. So anyway, Ever you're rolling on the cord for the computer. She, oh my goodness, what are we gonna do? She's such a baby. I know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to writing. writing because it's been twenty minutes and we have not yet reached the topic. That is a new record, I think. <laughs> I was gonna say par for the course, and I was like, no, this is better. We, first of all, I was telling Bryce last night that I was like, yeah, Sarah and I are recording tomorrow. Like, uh-huh. I'm really excited. I think it's gonna be fun. And I was like, so far, we have yet to have to cut anything out of an episode that we recorded, <gasps> which is very impressive. And I, st- so far, despite the fact that we're not on topic, yeah, we haven't said it. We, we have to cut so much out where we like ourselves. say shit yeah. normally, and yeah. it's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that, Oops. or. <laughs> yeah, or we had to, as you heard, bleep out several people's names yeah. from a previous episode with, like, goofy Goofbag. sounds because we kind of forgot that yeah. we were recording and we were like, oh, we have, up until this point, not mentioned those Pepper! <laughs> you can't do that! She's, like, hanging She's off like of the cord. She's, like, gonna eat the cord. For the microphone. You can't do that. <laughs> we need the microphone. That is, like, like, if you wanted to pull out the charging cord, like, okay, don't, but, like... All yeah, my right. computer's probably but not going to We literally need the microphone to be plugged in for this to work. She's just rambunctious. She's so rambunctious. Okay. And then meanwhile, Bean is, like, nowhere to be found. Yeah, he's asleep under the bed. So cute. So cute. He knows, he understands the podcasting thing, and he's, he's like, like, okay. Usually if there's quiet. people out here and we're talking, like, he'll just kind of go in the other room and, like, right. ignore us. Pepper's but like, um, She's like, you have to pay attention to me at all Pepper's times. Pepper's got, like... Like youngest child syndrome. Where she's oh, she like, absolutely. She's like, does. I have to be the center of attention at all times, forever. Exactly. <clears throat> anyway, back to the topic at hand. Well, yeah. Um. Writing. Right? Writing. Writing. <laughs> what is it? Just <laughs> 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 I mean, just, just a topic that we both know a lot about, <laughs> and nobody has anything to say. Nothing to say. No words. Um. Well, because we, like, so, because we, we talked kind of about our writing journeys mm-hmm. a little bit previously, mm-hmm. um, but then we didn't, like, we kind of ran out of time to talk about, like, what it is we're actually writing, and I don't know if we necessarily want to talk about what it is we're actually writing at any kind of length, but it felt like the next natural progression the next of the... Progression. Of, yeah. Yes. Well, I personally write a lot of smut. <gasps> What? <laughs> I never would have guessed that about you. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of smut. Um, and I started writing smut, because I started reading smut. I mean, like, I've always read smut. Not I mean, that I have. yeah. I mean, like, you know, the, but, like, properly. I remember, here's a great, like, Christian oh. kid story. Ooh. Like, super funny Christian. Yeah. Growing up, 
I remember when I was reading, like, because a, a lot of the fan fiction that I did originally read that was, like, you know, like, the One Direction, a lot of that, like, I got sold to One Direction mm. <laughs> by my, like, awful rich business dad or whatever. Yeah. That's, like, a big trope that exists for some reason. Yeah. And I love to joke about that because it's such a weird trope. That's, like, I don't know what that is that, like, there... There is something, and I think that somebody ought to study this. Maybe somebody already has. There is a a large group of people, and I say this both as a person who at one time was in this group of people and also as somebody who has observed it from the outside looking in. <laughs> There's a large group of people, a large group of young people who growing up in like very fundamentalist families or even just growing up in families where... Um, like, sex, sex education was not a priority, yeah. let's say. Uh, there's a large group of people who had, like, slave fantasies. Of just any variety, but slave fantasies, specifically. About being enslaved to... And I think it might be similar to how, like, a lot of very, like fundamentalist Christian uh, women especially um, start to develop like C and C fetishes mm -hmm. because they're like the the like the idea is like you know like when you're in that when you're in that that culture you're taught that it's like not something that you're supposed to enjoy and it's something that happens to you sexes and so as they get older and then they're like you know they're in like relationships they get married whatever they whatever their case is they get to a point where they realize there's a lot of like trauma like blocking them like not allowing them to engage in sexual activity in a way that they can enjoy because they're not they've been told their entire lives that they're not supposed to and i think that might be a, like along similar lines mm -hmm. where like a lot of young people before they had like a real a real understanding of what sex is but they were like kind of aware of it but not really a lot of people had like slave fantasies and probably still do mm -hmm. that were like that, like the the idea was that it was like not explicit but like could be yeah because you don't know you're a slave now you have to do whatever they say yeah well there's something like <laughs> there's it's very strange it's an interesting yeah because that is like an area of kink like, yeah. that absolutely does exist, where you, like, you know, are, like, a, like, servant submissive or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting that children yeah. are, like, stumbling Literally upon that without children. knowing what that is. So it's, like, there is definitely some psychological component of yeah. why that appeals to people. Because, obviously, it does. People do that and, like, yeah. want that. And it, there, you know, are situations where it is absolutely consensual and, like, that's the dynamic of their relationship and they like it. Yeah. And not only are children stumbling upon that, but children are, like... Of their own accord, yeah, like being creating like, that situation, creating that, and put, like, and and I think in a lot of cases, creating that, not like, because like I think a lot of people, the assumption is like, children, the only the only reason that children would create something that might be like, porn adjacent <laughs> was if that child was exposed to porn. Now, in a lot of cases, sure, but in many cases, no, that child is just. A person. Like, uh, that, ch that child is a person, their brain is starting to develop the potential for sexual thought, and they are, they're navigating that, and, like, literally of its own, like, of their own accord, without any in outside influence, are participating in creating content that is, like, like, not slave porn, but almost. Yeah, it's like, this <laughs> does exist. It's, and it's slave romance. Slave romance. <laughs> and most of the time it was, like, Kind of similar to, like, the Beauty and the Beast plot style, where yeah. it's, like, because of some, like, fucked up situation. Yeah. You know, I'm stuck here, mm -hmm. and I feel like, you know, I've been abandoned and betrayed by, you know, yeah. whoever, like, sold me to whoever them Whoever was supposed to love me, but now yeah. this new... But then, instead, it's, like, they, well, they're so kind yeah, to now me. Yeah, uh, Basically, my... Stockholm Syndrome yeah. develops, which is, like, what that is when... You know, that's sort of when you, of your yeah. own um, But, no, obviously not to imply that, like, any sort of, like, BDSM servant submissive dynamic is Stockholm Syndrome. No, no not at all. But that's what's happening in these types of stories, yes. where it's, like... These, like, 
12, 13-year-olds writing, I was sold to be One Direction's slave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's kind that's, of what it is. That's the, the whole deal. But anyway, so obviously, like, I didn't take long to stumble upon that, as mm-hmm. it does when you're on the internet. It doesn't take long to find porn. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Um, and so, like, I've read a lot. I remember one time. I remember the first time I found one that had, like, actual sex in Ooh. it, and it wasn't just, like, a lot of kissing or yeah. something. And it was a Nick Jonas, <laughs> Nick Jonas fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. And they had sex. Oh my goodness. Uh, first of all, up against a wall, which is very impressive for, like, young teens yeah. to be like, that's a thing that people do. Wow. And I did not understand the dynamic of how that worked, because I was young and didn't know anything about sex, because yeah. no one told me. And I was like, how do you do it standing up? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember kind of... Getting to the part where it was, like, starting to be explicit, and then I was like, I feel like I have to skip past this. Oh. And I did that for a little while, where I, they would, like, get kind of sexy, and I would, like, start reading it and be like, I shouldn't be reading this, and I would, like, yeah. skim past it. And then uh, eventually one time I was like, what if I just did what, what, read it? <laughs> what is it that I'm skipping past? <laughs> <laughs> From then it was just, I was a goner. Oh, no. But yeah, so it like, a lot the of... slippery slope. <laughs> The most lubed up of slopes. <laughs> I love that I am. So I've started when I started when we like are saying funny things because this happens every episode. Where we'll be like, "That's the title," and then by the by end, the end of it, we're like, "What we was the title remember again?" What we said. So I started like typing them out, and then um, before like a minute ago we said something and I was like we're gonna have to add a content warning about this so I just yeah. typed a little note in the note that just says so now the note just says the most lubed up of slopes and then right under it says CNC warning <laughs> cause I was like we should probably mention that we were about to talk about CNC that's kind of intense yeah uh, <laughs> just the most lubed up of slopes CNC warning <laughs> Again, one of those, like, weirdly universal experiences, because, like, I did the same thing, where I was, like, I, I first, my first exposure to, really, to, to sex in any, like, helpful way, uh, and I, even, that's not even really the right word to use, because it was not helpful, um, but my first exposure to it was through fan fiction. Um, of course. Of course. And because, you know, because, like, what, how, how do you approach sex education as a, as a, a parent in the 90s and the early 2000s? The, nobody knows the answer. The answer is you don't. You don't. You, you just. You don't know how, so you, you just You simply perish. You, you cannot. <laughs> and I, yeah, and that was something that, like, you know, my, when I was, like, uh, 11 or 12, my mom tried. To her credit, she kind of tried. But she just, <clears throat> later on, she told me, she's like, well, it didn't seem like you were ready. And I was like, of fucking course I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't, I didn't have any baseline. Because what you're supposed to do is, like, you know, introduce it slowly. You're supposed to be, ta- yeah, talking to kids as, like, age appropriate of, like, you know, when you're a small child, well, like, this is your body. These yeah, are, like, these are know. the things that, like, you know, it, these, this is how people should approach you. This is how you, like, if somebody touches you here, yeah, that's don't not let somebody okay. Touch don't you don't yeah. allow that. If somebody does, come tell an adult. Come tell, you know, mommy or daddy or somebody you trust, you know, like, whatever, whatever the case is. Um, but, like, that was not, we didn't do that. It was, like, it was just, like, nothing. And then all of a sudden, do you know about sex? And I was, like, whoa. Was like, what is sex? Whoa. Well, because, like, by, at, at that point, I was, like, kind of. But, like, I don't, I've never been told how to approach this topic. So I was just, like, uh, sort of, yeah. And she was, like, well, tell me what it is. And I was, like, fuck no, I will not do that. I'm not going to tell you, my mother, and the mother of three children, what sex is. No, thank you. And so she was like, well, clearly she's not ready, so we're just not going to talk about it. Um, which was the wrong decision. Because... Yeah, cause because it's like, then, well, now we're just never going to... Instead yeah, of being like, oh, maybe I've maybe done we'll this try suddenly, let's time. start slower. Or, or like, you know, we'll, we'll just introduce a few topics and see if she has questions. You know, nothing like that. Um... 
so instead she just was like, nope, we're not going to say anything, and we'll hope that that's okay. And a few years later was when I first discovered porn, because again, it is very easy to discover porn on the internet. And it was a Legend of Zelda fanfiction. Of course it was. Of course it was. Every um, gay nerd worth yeah. their salt has read a little Legend of Zelda fanfiction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was... I also... That, that was when I discovered the, like, the, like, the search terms that were, like, safe, quote-unquote, search terms where you could, like, use these. And they were essentially, like, code words. I don't know. People might use them now. People... It may have gone out of vogue. I don't know. But you could search for, like, Legend of Zelda, Link X Zelda, fanfiction, Lemon. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't... Do, do people still do this? I don't know. I have not seen a, like, Lemon tag on a fanfiction yeah, in a long time. Yeah, I think time. The, that tag is kind of gone. But I also am not in the demographic that uses that anymore. Oh, so. see, that's true. So maybe it's not, maybe it is. Maybe somebody will tell us. I don't know. But yeah, there was like, you could te- you could search Lemon, which was like romance and like light smut. Or you could search Lime, which was like to hell with romance, only smut. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't end up searching Lime a whole lot because I felt like that was too much. Uh-huh. But yeah, you're was, a good Christian girl. I was a good Christian girl. Only smut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But it was it was interesting because I remember oh, like at the when I first encountered it, I was not really like it, I was not really cognizant of the fact that I was reading something pornographic because I didn't really have a concept for what porn was. I only knew the term and that it was bad and that yeah. it had something to do with sex, maybe. Yeah, no one will tell. Everyone will be like, "Don't look at porn." You're like, but nobody what, ever says. But nobody what ever tells you what it is. You have to just figure it out. Yeah, and so it was kind of like a like I, it was a like I didn't realize for a while that what I was doing was reading porn, and then I was like, "Well, now we're here." Yeah, and I haven't died yet, so I guess it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just kind of feel guilty about it. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting is I did the same thing with masturbation. I didn't realize that what I was doing was masturbating mm-hmm. because nobody ever told and me yeah, what masturbating says, don't was. Don't do it, but they don't say nobody what it ever is. told me what masturbating was. And so by the time I realized that I was masturbating, I was like, shit. Like, well, damn it, now. I'm going to hell. Fuck. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh no, what do I do? Oh, oh. Uh, um, but again, it was like. This is literally the only thing that keeps me going sometimes because I'm so stressed out because I have an undiagnosed anxiety disorder and it's <laughs> this is very stress relieving. Yeah. So, you know, what can you do? Um but that was yeah, that's that was like my first like introduction to that. Yeah. So First of all, I've been holding this thought because Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. That's why I hold the thought so that I can let you finish without forgetting. Uh, was I remember specifically one time we had a discussion. Mm-hmm. I remember where we were when we had this discussion. We were, you and I? Yes. Oh, you okay. and I. We were at Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle. And you were telling me about some porn, quote unquote porn, that you had yes. discovered. That was like a cunnilingus instructional video. Yes. And I oh, remember I you remember being this. like, it was porn. And I was like, that is not porn. And you were like, that is porn. And I was like, that is absolutely not porn. And we had a long argument about whether or not that was porn. And we had to agree to disagree. (laughs) That that is not what porn is. (laughs) But it was like coming from, you know, the place of like, this was like probably three years ago, maybe more. So it was coming from the place of like, I had kind of started into that like sex education journey. Yeah. And it was still like... You know, still in that place where we're both sort of coming out of, like, very fundamentalist Christianity yeah. into, like, you know, something else. Yeah. And so I think it was still that place of, like, any sexual content is porn. Because you really shouldn't be thinking about sex. Like, you know, still yeah. kind of the villainized idea of sex. Well, and I think a lot of, at least, a lot of it for me and, like, what the way I was taught was, like, like watching it is 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 that's that's why it's wrong because or or watching it or reading it because you are it's it's only supposed to be for you and your husband yeah you know and it's not supposed to you're not supposed to engage in it outside of that context and so clearly the fact that it's 
for viewing means that it's sinful. Yeah, that it's porn. That it's porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, yeah, very... It, 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 like, makes a lot of sense. And, like, now that I think of it, I'm like, oh, it totally makes sense why you thought that. Yeah. Because you were told to think that. Yeah. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> like, that's, that was the only context I had. Which is, I think it's very interesting. This is not about writing at all. <laughs> this episode, is, that has gone out the Nope, way. it's gone. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about it. I lied! <laughs> we're going to talk about porn. <laughs> As every episode of this podcast goes, if someone just turns into talking about yeah. porn. Oh, I think we've talked about porn every single episode so yeah. far. But, um... <laughs> it's your, it's your, it's your, like, enduring hyperfixation. It is indeed. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. One time, I think it was Ro, asked me, like, do you think sex is your hyperfixation? And I was like, or, like, they asked me if it was my special interest. And I was yeah. like, no. no. <laughs> and then I thought about it later and was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is indeed. It is indeed. My special interest. This Hello. Special interest. I'm Taylor. I'm especially interested in sex. <laughs> I only talk about sex. Um. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can sing that. Because I don't know if that'll get you in trouble. Who is going to listen to this? True. You can't sue us if you don't find it. Yeah, Bryce texted me the other day because there's a picture of a Barbie of one of our recent podcast Yeah. Guys. And he was like, you can get a cease and desist for that. And I was like, if Mattel sends me a cease and desist for this podcast cover, I will take it only as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> if Mattel is able to discover this podcast and has no listeners, yeah. like, that will only be a compliment to me. And also, it's a cease and desist, I'll just take it off. Yeah, like, or just, care. like, blur out Barbie's face. <laughs> exactly. Just censor it enough. Just censor it, kind of. Yeah, I was like, that's not gonna happen. Oh my god. I, like, appreciated that he was concerned and he felt yeah. like he me. I was like, oh, I know when I put this on here, but also, Mattel is not gonna fly yeah, this podcast. Yeah, no, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> we could, we could do, like, a full, we could, like, sing a whole, like, we could go through an entire Disney plot, like, word for word, line for line, and just recreate an entire Disney film on here, and I think nobody would care. Nobody would ever know. Um, yeah, anyway, where was I trying to go with, I had a, you, I was going wait, somewhere. hold on, we were talking about, wait. No, we were talking about the cuddlingest we instructional video. The, yeah, we were talking about the cuddlingest instructional video, and then you were talking about, uh, okay, it was, it was sex is your special interest. It was somewhere between those two things um, that I had, that I was going somewhere with it. Okay, wait, so we had an argument about it, and you don't, we don't know what porn is, because, uh, what is porn? <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that, but what is it? The, I think the difference between what is porn and what isn't porn uh-huh. is the intention behind it for, like, what is the creator intending for you to mm. do with that? Because the intention of porn is that it's going to be sexually arousing for you, that right. you're going to like that, and that you're going to have some sort of sexual response to that. So... Just because, that's like the same thing as if, you know, if someone shows a video and it's like, this is like the anatomy of like a vulva or something like that. Like, that's not porn. Sure. Just because the things just, in that can typically Just because be, the topic is sex does not mean yeah, that it is If it's meant to be educational. It's the yeah. same thing with like TikTok where people try to make like educational content yeah. and TikTok will censor it because it's like, oh, there's like nipples in this or yeah. you're talking about sex and it's like, it's educational content. Yeah, this is not... The point was, like, yeah, obviously the intention of that Kamalingus instructional video is that you will use this yeah. for sex, but the point is, like, this is how to perform a sexual act that you probably have heard about, and no one has probably ever told you, like, how you may do this. Yeah. So it's like, you know, someone sense. might still be masturbating to a Kamalingus instructional video. So, and this what? is the thing, and I think this is the thing that I that really, like, got me tripped up, because, like, an ins- if it's, like, a purely instructional video, like, yeah. Um, but I think the thing that got me tripped up when we were having that discussion is that it was, like, there was, like, there was, like, like, sitar music and, like, a calm narrator over it, so it was, like, okay, yeah. This has to be porn, there's a narrator. (laughs) No, 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 here's the thing. It's, like, it's, like, okay, obviously that is instructional, but, like, like, with somebody telling you how to perform cunnilingus, like, effectively. Yeah. That's instructional, but at the same time, there's, like, soothing sitar music and lots of candles. 
And, like... I feel like it would be weirder like, if there wasn't background music and it was just the sounds of someone performing Kalingas. I don't know. It was, like, it was, like, it, it was a strange thing because, like, they're, like... Like, the only thing, really the, I think this is the thing that tripped me up, is the only thing that made it into an instructional video was the narrator. Everything else about it was, like, if you just took took the noise out of it, it would just be, like, a very sensual pornographic video. Yeah. And it was just the fact that there was a narration over it. Mm-hmm. That made it not that, and I think that was where I was like tripping yeah, up. Or I was like, like, I was like, feels like I was like that. It's it's doing a lot of like close ups on her like like on his tongue over here. Like there's doing he's doing a lot of close ups on their whole business, yeah. right? And like <laughs> the weird like the weird shots where it's like a close up on her face when she like gasps or whatever. I'm like this. It's a little But much. then there's like a like a, a like a nice calm Middle Eastern man saying like this is how you start. Yeah. And here's how you how long you should do that for probably. That's so funny. <laughs> also, I just occurred to me that we have said the word cunnilingus many times. Oops. People may not know what that word means. Oh, really? I I definitely did not hear that word attributed to that specific hmm. action until much Later, after I learned what that was. It's just performing oral sex yeah. on someone with a vagina. Yeah. That's what, which, like, I don't know. Interesting. I, the word is more mainstream now, especially because there's that one song where she says kind of like Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and so I feel like a lot of people, they didn't yeah. know. But, like, hmm. that's not... I think I, I think I was aware of the word first, and then later d- was, like, was made aware that, like, that was an option. Like, so I heard the word, and I was like, I'm too afraid to ask. Yeah, you're like, I don't know what that is. I don't is. wanna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pretend I know. And then later on, I found out what it meant, and I was like, you can do that? <laughs> Wait. You can do that? You can do that. <laughs> I feel like this is like a, this is a very, like, very deep reference that, nope, this is a weird reference. There was a Jenna Marvels video. <laughs> Way back in the day when Jenna Marbles made videos where she was talking about, like, how she does her makeup. It was, you know, it was like a, when everybody was doing a makeup tutorial. Everybody in the job was doing a makeup tutorial. Um, and there was a whole segment where she was like, you know, it's like, it, like, if, you know, like, this is when you do, like, you, like, you have to make sure you blend it down your neck. And, like, if you, if your response to that was you can put na- makeup on your neck, what? And then later, later in the video, she's like, and this is how I do my eyebrows. And if your response to that is, you can do makeup on your eyebrows? What? You know, like, and that's how I felt. I was like, you can put your tongue on somebody's vagina? You can, you, you can do that? You can put your tongue on somebody's labia? That's allowed? Everything's allowed. Everything's well, not allowed. everything. Not everything. Most things. Well, a lot of things. I think we immediately were like, no, 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 no. We don't want anyone to do We're both over here shaking our fingers at the screen. <laughs> That's not recording. Oh my god, this episode has devolved no, no. so quickly. But yeah, anyway, back to yeah. smut. Smut, <laughs> But yeah, so like my, like I was reading smut for a very long time. Mm-hmm. That was very, like, you know, pretty... It got pretty explicit pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it never occurred to me until I started, like, researching sex Mm -hmm. that I was, like... It would be interesting to see, like, if I could play around with this from, like, a writing perspective. And I approach everything with this attitude. Mm, uh, Which is just, like... This is, like, yeah, this is, like, something for me to experiment with, but, like, from a very clinical, scientific standpoint of, like, you know, I mean, like, sometimes I will be writing something, I'll be like, that's kind of hot, like, I didn't even, you know, I didn't even think about that, like, ooh, that would be a good idea, but it's not, it's really not even, like, you know, this is particularly hot for me, but it's more, like, would this be hot for someone else, or, like, you know, I've seen someone do this. Like, or write about this, or, like, I've read a scene like this. Yeah. And that was kind of interesting, but, like, a lot of other people, like, you know, in real life, because obviously smut is not necessarily realistic. Yeah. Not that mine is, like, particularly hyper-realistic either, but it's, like, you know, in real life it might be more like this. Or, 
you know, they're doing it this way, but, like, a lot of people would do it this way instead. Yeah. Like, what if I change this? And so it becomes a very, like, experimental, like, I mean, it's, like, a craft for me of, like, yeah. let me try to, like, form this scene in, like, a very specific way yeah. to achieve a very specific outcome. outcome. Yeah. Which is, like, yeah, that it would be hot, but especially for other people, but it's it's less of, like, a sensual experience for me and more of, like, a very scientific experience yeah. for me. That is, there's, there's something to that, and I don't know what that is or what makes that the case, but I have the same... You also described yeah. this, I think last time we recorded it, and you, I think the word you used was clinical, which yeah. is the word I have always used for that, where yeah. it's like, it's almost like my brain is, like, segmented into, like, this is sex in a hot context, mm-hmm. and this is sex in a clinical context, where yeah. it's like, when I'm, like, you know, reading books about sex, or, like, research books, or even, like, I have a book called The Guide to Getting It On, which is intended to be for, like, you know, people participating in sex and, like, couples and stuff like that, where it's, like, here's something yeah. you could try, and, like, you know, here's how you, like, understand all the parts of your body and, like, what's happening in your body when certain things happen and, like, you know, it's giving, like, tips and tricks, and it's, like, intended to be for use. It's not, yeah. I mean, it's not porn, but, like, it's intended to be, like, an instructional yeah. so that you read it with your partner and you're, like, oh, let's it's try like, that. here's how to perform cunnilingus. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, when I read stuff like that, like, that's not arousing to me. Not I don't have all. any kind of response to that. No, not at all. It's like there's two very different parts. It's like I can compartmentalize it so well that it's like, this is sex and this is not gonna be hot to me at all. Yeah. And then like, I can then switch my brain over to like, okay, this is like in a context where it's like, yeah, this can be like, hot. Yeah. That's- <coughs> Excuse me. That was the weirdest- like, it sounds like, <laughs> I, I can't come in, I'm sick. <laughs> So then I, I, I inhaled in order to like speak and realized that that was a bad idea. It was like tickling yourself. It was like me. no, no. Um, so when I tried to speak, it was like you gotta, you gotta start over. You gotta try again. Um, but that's one of the things that I find the most interesting because like, so I like as I said, it's 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 I've had a very clinical approach to you know like you know, like smut and porn and things like that. But one of the things that I've noticed about my at, at this point especially, very limited interaction with, um, like, video porn. Mm-hmm. Is that it's... Yeah, it's, it's... It is a, like... It's not arousing, but it does elicit a, like, an involuntary bodily response. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't... Like, I don't feel aroused, but it is, like, just just like, you know, just like when somebody's, like... Oh, you know, like we're gonna be on on the road for a while, so like, don't think about water. We're not stopping for bathroom breaks, and it's like you've mentioned it, so now I'm going to have to pee. I didn't have to before, but you have elicited an involuntary bodily response. Yeah, and so it's that where it's like, so if if, if I'm feeling particularly like, like if I you know like can't relax or if I'm just you know like what, whatever the case is it, if for whatever reason I want to masturbate and I cannot it'll be like let me watch like five minutes of this video mm-hmm. so that at least then I have like so, like something happening something going on that like it'll my body will just respond to this mm-hmm. and then I'll turn off the video put that away and like do whatever I'm gonna do mm-hmm. um so that, I'm like, that's not really arousing. It wasn't until I started reading Smut more regularly that it was actually, I was like, this is hot. Like, this is, like, exciting. Like, mm-hmm. mentally, like, emotionally stimulated. This is exciting. Um, so I feel like, I feel like written porn, I feel like Smut especially, has a greater degree of influence in that way. I think... Here's, here's the thing that I think the difference is. I think, A, because a lot of people talk about how, like, you know, AFAB people are more, like, like, like they want the romance and the, like, mm. written smut and, like, all of this. And that, like, you know, AFAB people and men are, like, visual creatures. And it's like, mm-hmm. first of all, that is not true. Not true. Not, that's not how that works. Like, you know, men don't have, like visual brains and women have like not visual brains like yeah. that's not how that works we all have eyes also uh <laughs> porn is made for men yeah and the typical audience of smut books is women 
Yeah. And so that's, I think that's the difference is, like, the, like, the way that it is formatted. Like, because a lot of times, like, I even watch a lot of porn because I don't prefer it because it's not made for me. No. Um, which is, like, it tends to be very, like, like, intense. And obviously, like, sex does not have to have romance for it to be No, not at all. But it tends to be very devoid of, like, any emotion in a lot of, like, porn material where it's, like... You know, there's, like, a little bit of setup, and then it's, like, now we're just gonna fuck. Yeah. And it's, and like, it's going to be, like, like, the most violent thing you've seen. Yeah, it's, like, life. very hard, very fast. Yeah. Like, and it's, Lots like... Lots of screaming. They love to focus on the fluids aspect of it, and, yeah. like, kind of squelching noises, oh. which... I, uh, that is uh, one of the reasons I cannot uh, watch porn, uh, because the noises are so bad. But it's, like, it's definitely, the entire point is, like, you're just looking at sex. Yeah. And, like, there's not a lot to it besides that. Like, the intention is not to create something that is really sensual or arousing or anything like that. It's, like, you're just gonna be aroused by the fact that there is sex. Yeah. I think truly what it is, I think really it is designed to just elicit that involuntary bodily response. And that's enough for, like... I think that's, like, that's, that's so, like, programmed, so to speak. It's, like, like, men are so socialized to, like, believe that they're only thinking about sex all the time. Mm-hmm. That it's, like, and, and it's, like, oh, if you get a boner, you're probably, like, turned on by something or whatever. And it's, like, that's not, that's not how that goes. And so it's, like, it's so ingrained, though, that they're meant to be thinking about this all the time. That it's, like, if they get a boner while they're watching sex, then it's, like, I guess I'm turned on. I guess this is what arousal feels like. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot more to male arousal that just nobody explores. No. Because they're never... T- they're, they're Because people don't care. They don't care, yeah. It's, like, well, women are harder to get aroused and, like, it's... Which is not... No, it's not uh, true. If you ask- we just don't have the same visual flag that that you have interpreted as full arousal when really it's not. Yeah, you people first of all, people get erections for all kinds of reasons. All kinds of including, reasons. Including, as Daniel frequently mentions, the no reason boner. Yes. <laughs> Daniel loves to talk there's like a song yes. that Daniel likes to talk about called the No Reason Boner song, which is like sometimes it just happens. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, A, it's a lot harder to tell. B, I think a lot of it is like socialization where people will try to make it seem like that's somehow inherent. And it's very hard to tell, like, yeah. if something is inherent to your biology versus, like, a socialized factor. Because you're yeah. so socialized it, you to these things from such a young yeah. age that it's so hard to tell. And like, you can't divorce that from... You can't, yeah, you can't, damn. like, put someone in a vacuum and be like, you know, you're devoid of all of the socialization aspect. You know, is this inherent to your biology? Because... You know, people don't exist in a vacuum, and, like, you cannot not be socialized. Like, it's not possible. And so, but I think a lot of it is, like, yeah, socialization, and that most, because if you ask any woman who is with women, Mm -hmm. not that hard to get a woman off. No. Really not. Uh, As a a woman (laughs) who has experience with myself, really not that hard. No, it's not difficult. And I think a lot of people, even people that, like, you know, in what I've read, like, research and stuff like that, you know, women that are with men, it's like, yeah, my, like, I typically can get myself off faster. Which, obviously, to some extent, no matter who you are, you probably will be able to because you can directly feel the response. So it's like, yes, it's easier a, to hone, like, oh, that feels good or not feels good or, like. To, yeah, because you're, you are, you are familiar with your own body, you know, it's just. Yeah, you yeah. can feel your responses versus having to communicate to someone, like, oh, not quite that, but, like, you know, it's a little harder to communicate that versus mm-hmm. when you just know. But at the same time, like, I think there's so much socialization, too. Like, yeah, men are just horny all the time, whatever, like, and then there's a lot of also psychology around, like, women are not expected to be as sexual and are expected to repress a lot of mm-hmm. sexuality more than men. So it can be harder to, like, let that go in a sexual context and not struggle with the psychological aspect yeah. of, like, I feel like I shouldn't feel aroused by this, or I feel yeah. like, you know, I, w- I wasn't supposed to be, and now I am, and, like, all these things. Yeah. And it's just Well, and so many hard. women in our culture, too, have, like, at least, at least one traumatic event that affects oh, their sex life. Yes. So, that's I don't know another... any women that have not, at some point, been sexually assaulted. No. Not at all. Nope. Um, so that's, that's another thing that 
contributes to it. But it just, yeah, it's, and I think too, like to say that to say that you know, like visual porn is for men and written porn is for women. Well, it's like that's because that's, that's who they're making it for. That's like saying cartoons are for children and live action is for adults. That's because that's that's generally been who it's been made for. But there are also cartoons that are for adults and live action things that are for children. It's just how you use the medium. Yeah. And so it's like to say that smut, like written porn smut, is all for women. Well, that's just because that's who's writing it and who they're writing it for. Yeah. If a man was like, I'm going to write smut for men, then that would be for men. Exactly. And, and I it feel would like, be geared and I don't toward think that. It would even be that different. No, probably not. And I think, and there are plenty of men who read smut and plenty of women who watch a lot of porn and yeah, like absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like, obviously. Some of it is also in, like, self-reporting of people think, I shouldn't, like, women don't feel like they should watch porn as much. Yeah. Or Men feel like that reading is a women's activity or yeah. reading romance is a women's activity. Yeah. And I think some of it comes from that, too, of, like, a lot of times, not all, like, I've definitely read, you know, like, smut novels where there wasn't really a lot of romance, but a lot of times there is that romance aspect. Mm -hmm. And a lot of men are going to be like, ooh, gross, I don't want that. It's yeah. like, well, it's a story. Yeah. It's a this story. porn video is... 10 minutes long. Yeah. This it's, book is 300 pages. A, there has to a, be story in here to, yeah. like, tie it all together. It is a greater it's a, commitment. It's a novel. Yeah. But there's also that idea that it's, like, well, like, that idea that, like, oh, men don't like romance. Well, it's not necessarily true. Men are told they're not supposed to like romance. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that they don't. No. And it doesn't mean that they don't want romance. That's something that, you know, like, that was a, a trend a while back was, like, asking your, your male partner, like, what would be romantic for you. Mm -hmm. And some of them didn't even know how to answer. Because, you know, yeah, someone, they're, like, told that never, they don't want that. Yeah. They don't ever think about it. But, like, some of them were like, I, I like flowers. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, really sweet. But they are like, yeah, I like flowers. And, like, you know, sweet gestures and things like that. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But it's just they're told they're not supposed to. Exactly. This so. really went off the rails. It really went sideways. I don't write smut. Um, for what that's worth. <laughs> it's, it is, it is, like, there's definitely, like, a lot of, like, craft to it, where it's, like, yeah. it really has to be something that you, like, practice, because mm -hmm. it's hard to convey, especially a lot, I mean, anyone that's read, like, bad fanfiction or bad smut can yeah. tell, you, like, read it, and you're, like... What? What position are they in? Because they just described that person's hand in three different places. Yeah, like, with, like, like too it, many hands. It can be really hard to describe because there is a lot of, like, logistic to it of, like, yeah. how do you describe, like, a position that is not typically described? Or, like, yeah. how do you, like, make this seem realistic yeah, when well, it's typically, like, a more visual uh -huh. piece of media? And also, and I think this is the other thing, too, like, to your point with, like, the, the, the noises and the fluids and all of that, um, sex, especially, like, with, with a partner, and especially in, like, a, like, heterosexual relationship, um... I don't know about others, probably, but I only have experience with heterosexual yeah. But, um, it's extremely messy. Extremely messy. Like, n I don't think anybody prepares you for how messy it's going to be. No. It's very gross. <laughs> it's really gross. And to take something that is so gross, and that really is only, the only reason that it, nobody, the only reason that most people are not, like, disgusted by it just across the board is because when you're in the moment and you've got all these, like, you know, hormones going through your, like, your brain is releasing all these happy chemicals and you're just excited, when you're in that brain space, it's not gross. You don't, yeah, you you're don't just care like, as much about Yeah, you don't stuff. care because everything just feels good and looks good and it's just like, you're like, yeah, this is great. Forget about the towel. Who cares about the towel? And then afterwards you're like, shit, I care about the towel because now I have to change these sheets. Yeah, no, I'm the one that's asleep. Damn it. <laughs> I'm the fool here. Yeah. Um, but to, to take something that is on paper disgusting and then put it on paper not disgusting is a craft that's an art form yeah <laughs> it's very difficult because like you know this i have tried to write smut and i stalled like at the first point of like 
trying to show that they might be interested in each other because it's like, I don't know how to do this. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. It really, like, I have spent years reading Smut before I got to the point where I was like, I think I could kind of recreate this. Yeah. Because it really does take a lot of study. And, like, you know, I, I will send Sarah all the time, like, on the what I'm currently working on now, where I'll be like, does this make sense? Or, mm-hmm. like, is this okay? Or, yeah. like, you know, and then she'll be like, yeah, well, well, maybe what about this? Like, this would be, like... There is so much this, honing that goes into it. It's yeah, like, you really like, have to be does committed this, does this, to like, that. like, read the right way? Like, does, how is this reading? Is it reading playful, or is it reading, like, weird? Weird, yeah. Yeah. It's, you really have to be committed to, like, I want to write smut, and it... I mean, maybe some people are just, like, really good at it naturally, but, like, it has to be, like, I want to write smut, I want to get really good at it, and then you have to spend forever getting really good yeah. at it before it's like, this is actually okay. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a video, a, a TikTok, it was a girl who, um, she was like, I, you, you know, grew up you know, like, writing a bunch of fan fiction, writing a bunch of smut. And now my job is writing closed captioning for the visually impaired, or the, for the hearing impaired, or who, whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was for the visually impaired. Because she was, so she would write the scripts that people would do to narrate. Yeah, do the, like, yeah. like out loud narration or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, and I have found that uh, so many people in my field just skip over those spicy scenes. Mm-hmm. And I call injustice. I, I decry this. And she's like, so I'm going to I'm gonna fix it. I'm going to change it. I'm going to make it. Because, like, you know, n- not only for the sake of, like, like, visually impaired people also deserve to, like, to be able to participate in the whole media. Yeah. And not just in the parts that you're comfortable describing to them. <laughs> but it was also just like, I can do this. I'm good at this. I've done this for a long time. So I can give this to this community. Yeah, this is like, I can do it justice. I will write these narrations. I love it. Oh my god. It was very fun. Anyway, we just talked about porn for an hour. Yeah, what's new? Fair enough. That's all we talk about in real life. It's true. This is really just like a normal conversation, but other people get to hear it after the fact. That's, That's exactly what this podcast is for. Yep. Anyway, thanks, and we're sorry. Yep, so sorry.